When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great March. It is almost springtime. We're getting close to that time. Let's just hope everything (laughs) checks out since we've had somewhat of a mild winter so far this year, except for that snowstorm that we had at the end of February. But with that being said, we got a great show planned for you today. But if you're new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel, and you could also visit us at our Apple uh, location on Apple Podcast, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success. 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom, insights into helping you to take your personal success and your business to the next level. As we always do, we bring in subject matter experts from all different backgrounds, sharing their words of wisdom and helping you to decide what is going to work best to take you to the place of sustainable success. If you have any suggestions or any input or insights, feel free to reach out to me at chris at christophersalem.com. And we'd be more than happy to entertain that uh, in terms of looking at different topics that can help you and what you're trying to accomplish. Today's show is being brought to you today by Biz Explosion Conferences. They are putting on the Achieve Biz Explosion Conference on June 9th and the 10th. That will be in Denver, Colorado. Feel free to check them out. This is a great event that not only provides great opportunity to network and meet new people, but a great way to learn some great things about how to run your business and take it to the next level. I've personally been there and I've seen that it is a game changer. A lot of people get great results, business, and ways to take their business to the next level. In addition, I will be doing the keynote there, so feel free to meet us out there June 9th through the 10th. Again, that is Biz Explosion Conferences for the Achieve Biz Explosion Conference. If you like more information, feel free to check them out at Achieve bizconferences.com that's achieve b-i-z conferences one word dot com and again you will not regret attending this event it is definitely a game changer well we're going to be talking today about write your book create yourself and as you know over the last almost six years that we've been running the show we've had on and off some different discussions around how a book can really elevate your success in your business to the next level. Well, we got so we're going to have some great insight today here. Our guest is going to be Dr. Maria Ian. And before I introduce you, I'm going to give you a little background about her and what she'll be discussing. She is a professional writer who has published uh, write, uh, eight books, uh, one international uh, law trade reference work, and many articles and reports. She she's worked on uh, as a managing editor at a niche publisher. She uh, has written. Uh, Her work has been sold internationally and has supported countless projects at several legal service providers and law firms where Maria served as a project manager and a human rights counselor for over 15 years. She is the founder of Manifest Your Heart-Centered Harmony Writing Academy, where she trains entrepreneur individuals how their businesses can best profit from their written work. She has a PhD in political science from New York University, as well as a JD in law. And you're going to find out more information 
uh, where you can find her later here in the show when she uh, get, provides you her contact information and anything that she'd like to offer you, the listeners, and those listening later here. So again, we're going to be talking about here, write your book, create your life, and you're going to get some great insights from Dr. Maria in in terms of how you can go about doing this. And before we get into it, uh, Maria, if, uh, first of all, I'd like to formally, you know, welcome you to the show. And we are so such a pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Well, I would love to talk a little bit about when we look at write your book, create yourself. I love this because I know when I wrote my my first book, it was a, I wouldn't say that it was a memoir by any means, but it was something that I was talking on a topic that I knew could help people. And it reflected upon some of my past experiences, things that I went through, challenges, obstacles, and things that I you know, learned that I could do differently to overcome them and come out ahead for more success in my life. And I can honestly say that not only did I not help other people, but I really helped myself in that process. It was a form of really solidifying all the hard work that I have done and really reminded me of where I was and where I was today to move forward and knowing I could help many people and businesses from that experience in that book. Can you talk a little bit about that from that perspective, since that was the topic today, you know, write your book, create your life. Yes. Or create well, yourself, excuse me, not your life self. Sorry. Yes. Uh, well, I, I perfectly identify with uh, what you said. Uh, for me, the um, the art of writing has been a very long journey, and it is the one thing that has created my identity and formed who I am. And it uh, started very early uh, in childhood, and it is something that is very intimately connected with my family or the persons who raised me. Now, the one person who left the most significant impact on me in terms of raising me was born in 1917. So that is already a, a, a tremendous history, uh, going back over 100 years. And that more recent, I mean, that history and also the more recent history is in what today we, we can refer to as uh, the Russian and Ukrainian relations. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it is, something that's not only uh, what, what formed me as a writer, not only goes back at least 100 years. Um, and by the way, for most people, it is the same. They may just not know it. Um, but also, you know, and also involves like tremendous historical upheavals and, um, and many, you know, what can be described as maybe tragic happenings. Uh, now, there were a couple of... Uh, prominent Russians in my family in the mid-1800s. So you see now we're going back to the mid-1800s and it's very present because the person who was most significant in raising me was born in 1917. And for her, the mid-1800s were very recent. <laughs> yeah, back then that wasn't too far off. And now we, you look back and that was, oh my God, almost not quite 200 years, but it, it's uh, quite a, you know, a long time ago. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, and so you know, back then I had in, in my family some uh, prominent Russians who did a lot to contribute significantly to the society that um, they lived in, and there were also some other significant individuals who uh, did a lot of work in terms of contributing to the society they they lived in. I mean, a lot of self-sacrificial work on the territory of the Ukraine. Now, up to a certain point, in about 1917, Russia and the territory of the Ukraine, they actually worked 
pretty well together. And that is another fascinating point, which, which many people today, either they don't know it because, you know, history is, is written from very one-sided perspectives, or they prefer for political reasons to ignore it. Um, and there were some, at that time, there were some fascinating political administrative constructs that worked that could make some constitutional scholars today pale. Uh, and then in the, you know, it's, a, it's, it's very interesting that as we analyze different historical periods that impact who we are today, we may find ourselves odd in terms of having to acknowledge like how advanced people hundreds of years were compared, compared to us today, you know? Um, so that is some, that's a very significant factor that goes into the making of an individual. If, for example, already you were raised today with thinking, oh, you know, back then it was all garbage or back then it was all wars or back then everybody was inferior and we today are God knows what. You know, that it is not, in some aspect it is true, but in others it is not true, not true at all. Um, and then in the, in the years around 1917, because of uh, the, the Bolshevik revolution, there was an entirely like an artificial aggressor entity created. And um, something happened in my family's psyche that is highly fascinating, um, which is that at that point in time, because of this artificial aggressor entity, which was not yet labeled explicitly as Russian, because back then Russia and Ukraine were a homogenous, much more homogenous entity. Uh, the Ukraine as a concept, as it was perceived back then, which it was a very ancient concept that has a lot of sacrality, a lot of depth sacrality, you know, reverence for people. It, see, it ceased to exist, right? Because it was attacked and it had a, a very concrete psychic, it's like what today for most people, like Americans, when you tell them what does America represent to you? I mean, there are some people who are going to tell you the same things about, about America today, right? So that just ceased to exist and it ceased to exist as a home. Um, so there were individuals in my family who said, okay, they're gonna leave because there is this upheaval happening, but they're gonna come back. And because there being no cell phones, no internet, no nothing whatsoever, right? They just proceeded and wanted to come back and the Ukraine was gone. And there literally was no home to go back to. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So you're talking about a very ancient, a very sacred presence. And when I read my like family's records, letters from my grandparents, from my great and great great-grandparents what what they left behind like the ukraine is a very real sacred you know inspirational existence a present and suddenly it's gone and now being on the front lines in in two world wars you know there are many other things that happened to my family but i i want to focus just on that complete being gone because that's sort of the most foundational yeah, uh, can we expand on that? Because I think there's, yeah. I mean, would it be safe to say that through through those difficult times and, you know, there's always that resilience factor, so to speak, you know, things, you know, there's always something to be learned, I guess, uh, in that. Can can you share some insights today? I think it, that's quite powerful. 
Yes, there is a lot. Uh, that's the corner foundation of uh, mental health um, work training um, that I've done. I have several medical doctors, actually six altogether, <laughs> six medical doctors in my family, and and uh, at least two of them were very close. So that there is a lot of uh, mental health training I've done. Now, the way the human subconscious works, I mean, I'm going to summarize in a couple of sentences what you can write volumes on. So it's going to sound a little abstract, but it's very, very condensed, right? Um, like impacts like that, um, incisions like that, violent incisions into our subconscious, they create severe energy distortions that translate into cognitive behavioral issues and what we today refer to as mental health issues, right? Uh, so for one of my parents, which, which is not the person who had the greatest impact, who was born in 1917, it's some, one of my parents, somebody else, you know, that translated into uh, a clinical, clinical depression. And you, you could treat that person today, um, now she, she committed suicide, she's deceased mm. because of that ongoing clinical depression, but you could um, map out her subconscious, which is fascinating from a perspective of medicine. And you could find those occurrences, what happened with the Ukraine back then, you could find them reflected in what happens in that person's subconscious, which is not, is not directly causally related. I mean, this is very abstract. So this is like, I'm like lecturing you on psychiatry in a couple, of se- a couple of minutes. I know it can't be done, right? But you can actually map it out and see it in there. I mean, it's just fascinating from a practitioner's perspective. Um, but so when I was a kid to a young adult, when I was uh, 13 to 14 years old, um, I noticed something very important, which is the, the power of the creative zone um, over the human mind. Now, my story was extraordinarily profound um, because, again, um, one of my, my parents suffered from um, clinical depression and committed suicide a couple of decades later. And, you know, that's an ongoing process where they just progressively, you know, commit suicide. It's, that's just what it is. Um, and when I was a kid living in that environment, I wrote a, um, a fiction book on the real and actual tyrant, which in today's terms is very interesting. You would call a terrorist which I find very interesting because back then it was just like a picture book tyrant, you know, like what tyrant would be in a de- like, like a definition. A person or an entity who rules by their own will. So I wrote a, a book on that and on how you can kill that person. And like several extraordinary things happened to me at that, that particular point in my life. Now that story, which was horrific and it was shaped by a lot of carnage, um, even though eventually killing the tyrant is counterintuitive, it's very counterintuitive. It's um, it's something that's really it's not just sending out a bunch of assassins to just take that person out because if you do that, you, it, you, it won't work. Um, but that story came to a re- resolution, you know, by the means of its own internal logic, which was driven by the zone. Um, because I, if you look at it, um, I was you know, living in that environment where I was that uh, person's caregiver, right? Um, I wasn't going outside much. You know, I wasn't interacting with many people. Um, so I was absorbing um, that 
person's subconscious. Um, so I was I was driven by the creative zone to express, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, to express um, what the the energy flows in that person's subconscious um, in my writing, and the way the the creative zone worked that story out is because love. It's a very love is a very big term, right? Love wins out over evil, right? That's that's the dynamics that drives the creative zone. Now, love in today's terms is is very problematic because since we're not speaking about physical love, then most people think it's agape or it's spiritual love, right? But it's not that either because you actually you cannot spiritually love a tyrant because if you do that, you kill yourself in the process. Yeah. Yeah. So what I mean by by love, I mean the I mean it's this unceasing logic of dynamic progression where creation has to progress; it cannot be stopped. And not even a, a tyrant, not even the most evil terrorist, cannot cannot stop that. Right. Um, so it work that works itself out for any human on this planet, including for any tyrant. Uh, and I, I can say a lot more about. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear. We, we're going to be going to break here. Yeah. <laughs> and I know I would love this. I love what you're sharing here because it's so really paints a really crisp and specific, clear and concise backstory to this, which I think is important. And I know you've got a lot to share when mm-hmm. we come back. Well, we got when we come back, everybody, we're, if you're just joining us, we're talking about write your book, create yourself. We're here with Dr. Maria Ian. Well, we have to go to break right now, but when we come right back, we got more to come as you hear the, the her story, and then you're going to get some more insights on Write Your Book, Create Yourself. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Write Your Book, Create Yourself. We're with Dr. Maria Ian, 
And if you had missed our first segment, no worries. You could check us out here later today uh, at Voice America Influencers Channel, also on Apple Podcast and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. You can listen to the podcast version of the show, which will be available here later today, uh, this afternoon. Uh, Dr. Ian, you had really shared a lot of really a lot of in-depth stuff about your backstory with your family going all the way back to the 1850s and that time frame. And you, before the break, you were talking about your environment that you were brought up in and kind of like where you were and, you know, and I'm sure it, it, how it shaped you to where you are, what you became and what you're doing today. Can you talk, can you elaborate where you left off about that and discuss? Because I always find that, you know, a great book, that really develops just like a person develops yourself develops over time. It's continuous improvement. And, and I'm really feeling that from what you're sharing. If you could share with the audience, it'd be wonderful. Yes. Well, as I said, uh, I was living, uh, growing up in an environment with a clinically depressed parent who uh, ended up committing uh, suicide. And um, again, I was not brought up, or we, or my family wasn't brought up to look at sick or like mentally ill people as labeling them as mentally ill. So when I'm saying today, okay, I grew up in an environment with a person who was committing suicide, like some of your listeners may say, oh my God, it's horrific, right? But I was, I was not brought up to look at it that way. Um, you know, this was just a a person who was just diff not even different, but who had a different mode of expressing her being, right? Um, and um, for that reason, that's why I'm speaking about this very non-judgmentally. Um, you know, I was just absorbing uh, what was in her subconscious, which was a very natural exchange, you know, because this was my parent and I, I was her um, caregiver to a certain extent, and I wasn't interacting, wasn't going out, you know, I was just in that environment. Uh, so I wrote this book about how to kill a tyrant, which in today's uh, terms would be a terrorist. And again, how to do that is, is, is very surprising, because again, you cannot, um, you cannot spiritually love a, a tyrant, because you would kill yourself in the process. Uh, you cannot um, physically kill a tyrant because they are superb at defending themselves. I mean, I at that age came up with some modes of defense, like I guess the military today would say, well, where did she get that from? <laughs> no. Um, so the how do you actually end up killing that person? It's it's counterintuitive. And I, I'm not going into this um, more right now because it is part of the fourth installment of my current series. My current series is, is called the Cape Sun series. And it's for sale on Amazon. And it has right now two installments are out. There'll be a third one later on this year. And the fourth one will then be on how do you how do you kill the tyrant, right? Um, so um, what happened to me, what was highly significant to me at that point in time, um, is that writing by writing that story, I transformed myself so that my reality um, you know, transformed itself in a, in a very, very extraordinary, very extraordinary way. Um, because as, as I said, you know, I wasn't, we were not brought up to be judgmental or label individuals, beings as mentally ill, right? But as, so I was able to take the bird's eye view and sort of see 
you know, the circumstances and the, the, the reality that we were living in, in, in a way that, uh, you know, tremendously transformed who I was um, as a person. Um, but the, the big problem with that, there was a huge problem with that. And it's because I was so young, you know, I was not intellectualizing that. So I did not know what you are doing here. You're really implementing a system, a, a, a writing process that you can go to university and learn about, that you know you can read books about, um, and that you know it, you've got to know how to do. I did not know that I was doing that. Um, so once that um, that stopped, right? Once I had completed the book, I had you know transformed my perception on what was going on. I was not able to maintain that level of peace and tranquility because I had actually come to the conclusion, okay, you've got to live with this, with this person and with several other people who are helping this person in the situation in which this person is, right? Um, so I went from being, you know, sort of a little bit not feeling quite well with what, how this parent was was treating me. Yeah, I could just imagine how you felt then. I mean, yes. that at a age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to move from that to transform my perception to see, okay, what is this solution to this situation? But I was not able to maintain that level of clarity because I did not know that when I was writing that book, I was implementing a, a system, right? Um, and so adding, adding to that, to the mental health uh, environment challenge or other challenges, which is my ethnic background, says so not only am I Russian Ukrainian, I'm also Turkish and South Central Asian. And I was in an in a environment at school at that time where, uh, I mean, the school system was extremely, extremely repressive. And I'm sure you, you know about uh, Michel Foucault, who believed famously that schools are disciplinary institutions of punishment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, you think about, you know, when kids go through bullying and in those trials and tribulations. Yeah, it happens in school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, I was kicked off a bicycle by bullying school. I was physically attacked on my way to school. I had um, teachers like put me down, like shut me up in class. And Today, I know the reason that happened is because I was just one person in a whole group of, of people that were ethnically different from me. Um, but back then, I, I did not know that, right? And I did not have the, the technology that I, had, that I had applied in my writing of that book to use the necessary distance towards this, what was going on, you know, at, uh, at that particular school. Um, so then all that labeling hit me, you know, when, when I was then 15, 16, 17, all that horrible labeling. So just to give one other example, like today we've got, now we've got separate countries, right? Now, not in the sense of nations or territories, because everybody understands there are differences between people, right? That sort of has always been that way, but we've got actually separate nation states with like farm borders in between, right? Now we've got Russia, now we've got the Ukraine. Now you, you name it, right? We've got all these convenience constructions. I'm saying this very politely. And they have only been causing problems for the past half of a century, right? And then we're labeling individuals with, with 
you know, if we if we don't like a person, we force that person into a certain label, and and um, so that is what I was hit with, and I couldn't go to high school. Um, I actually not because I didn't want to, because I, I love to learn, but because being there and going there literally made me physically ill, and it because of that repression and that forcing me into different labels and 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 the alienating like the not only the bullying but also like the, the borders between people like the you know the flow was gone there's just these borders like hitting people with like you know distances between them and and um I actually had this made I was physically ill I couldn't go to high school I was like not able to I mean it's like physically my body was hurting um so so what happened? Yeah, to me- I mean, you, was it? What, what do you feel like? Just again, the, was it fear? It, you know, it was anxiety that, or you know, being caught up in the future and not knowing what your future was going to be. Uh, it was an existentialist anxiety that I wanted to realize an idea. You know, I wanted to continue the flow, the flow that I had in my book. I wanted to continue that, but I did not have the technology, and it, instead, it, it it all became you know, like this mass of, of, of this punitive school system opposing me, you know, they're out to get me fear. I would say it's, it's really, it's really, but it's an existentialist fear. You know, it's not like necessarily fear that something bad is going to happen to you, but it's this existentialist fear that I cannot realize yeah. what I want to do, who I want to be. And I was just able to, because I wrote a whole book on killing a tyrant and now I cannot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So those feelings were probably you had to process those feelings. So because you had the you know, you had negative you had some of these negative feelings being, you know, being anxious. And 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 when you can look back, do you see them? Do you see? I mean, I don't want to jump ahead because I know you got more to your story, but you but you could see you could see them that this was a blessing in disguise. You know, you wouldn't be where you are today sharing with us these things had you not gone through it. Sometimes it does, you know, these are not pleasant things to go through. No, that is, that is very accurate. No, I, I wouldn't have, I actually, to be perfectly honest with you, if, if I would not have had those feelings, um, I probably would have ended up, I don't know, like a single mother on welfare. I mean, really, I mean, because what those societies do, what these modern so-called Western so-called liberal societies do to you it is horrible. It's horrible. They, they have to break people. I mean, even today, it's still going on. We have to break people to fit them into molds just to get the, the machine to continue to work. Yeah. And it's horrible. Yeah. 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 So I, I basically, again, I didn't have the technology. So eventually I, I just became a slave of the capitalist, you know, exploitative machine. And, you know, I, I, I had no... Again, I had no technology, no system in place. I became prey to decision makers, people in power, you know, who wanted to change my ethnic identity. They, they wanted it. They told false narratives about me. They even tried to change my my family background. Like, um, and it's all, all of this actually. It, it's very Soviet Union style. I mean, that's a propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this 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 was happening in the middle of Europe and some of it in the United States and it's okay you know like we kind of tend to project what we are doing onto other onto other you know entities, um, so 
I was I got myself into the situation where you know I was I was just desperate to get that zone back. I wanted to go get the flow back, you know, and I just ended up expending like like living hand to mouth, just expending huge amounts of money that I could have used to buy a house or you know stuff like that. Uh, t- you know, taking writing classes, um, you know, just going finding experts, looking for knowledge. And all of that was outside of me, you know. Um, all of that is was not in me any longer because what was had been inside me was like labeled, cut into pieces, you know, repressed, destroyed, distorted, right? Um, so I was just looking outside, like grasping for for straws for pretty much anything. Right now, now if I wouldn't have been raised as an intellectual by intellectual parents, I probably would have ended up a drug addict or something like that. Because that's what, what. Yeah, it could have went from one thing to another. I've seen that before, and you know, it's not you know in in terms of, but something somehow you had this something like something inside of you that guiding you, you know, through this this resiliency, so to speak, that you know where you took the higher road. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So probably you'd ask, you know, how did I have that zone to begin with? Because as I said, I was living in that environment. I was just um, absorbing. And I, you know, so because that's what we have to, that's what I then ended up building into a system. Um, And again, this is, you know, going into um, a lot of sort of psychiatry and energy healing, but the, the energy distortions that characterize what then on the surface looks like mental illness, right, is labeled as mental illness, those energy distortions have very deep ramifications in the subconscious where they will repeat in different forms, you know, the same impediments, intrusions, incisions that created the distortions in the first place. You know, so that's sort of what you see if you treat a person by the means of energy healing. Um, so you can say in that sense that mentally ill people you know, in some very specific ways, this is not a general judgment, but in their own very specific way, they're very psychic because they act much more directly from some aspects of their subconscious than we do um, on a daily basis. Uh, And particularly if the person is genetically related to you and they have, you know, very immediate direct ties, you know, that that is can be a very very uh, profound experience right so I, I couldn't obviously i couldn't go look for environments where there were people with those symptoms to teach myself you know how to write even though in a way sometimes i i did do that you know again i attracted people who were exploitative who were you know out to you know use others you know for you know i i, I had all kinds of financial um uh, problems, uh, but you know, just looking, getting myself into similar situations, distortions, but still looking, you know, to to improve myself. Um, and you wouldn't believe over the decades, like the amounts of money that I wasted on on classes. Again, it was better classes than drugs or alcohol or other crap, right? But still, yeah. <laughs> but still, it was this going after something that is outside of you that you think is going to fulfill you, right? Um, uh, particularly classes, for example, that are like structured beginner, intermediate, advanced levels. See, those are 
very exploitative, even though some of those um, classes may have been set up with all good intentions by the people who designed them. Um, but there's also the financial aspect that you want to have enrollees in your classes. So you sort of have to keep people at certain levels so you can keep on charging them and move them through the system, right? Uh, and that's good yeah. for yeah, and that's good for the capitalist system. But for the people who are in that system, it's not good at all because some of them may be labeled as beginners, but they may be intermediate. You know, some of them you may put into the advanced level. It's like political appointees who put yes. them up there, right? But they may really be beginners. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to. I want to. This is really good. We got to go to break, but I. Okay. You know, I love how. There's so many things hidden with what you've shared, you know, like it, it, and it talks about the the, the process and how, the, and how you evolved. And and, and it, it's so important, like how I could see by writing this down and then, you know, becoming a book, like how it could really transform you. And then it could help so many other people that mm-hmm. that will read it, you know, in this case. So I, I think this is powerful. I know you got more to share and there's going to be more to come here. Again, we are going to be going to break here, but we're talking about Write Your Book, Create Yourself. We're with Dr. Maria in, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. We're talking about write your book, create yourself. We're talking to it, Dr. Maria Ian. If you're just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today on Voice America. Again, you can uh, find out more information about our shows here, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, you can listen to this show and many of the other great shows that we've had over the years there at your fingertips. We'd love to hear back from you. And if you have any questions or feedback, please contact us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. So Dr. Ian, you know, you were, you know, we left off again where you're kind of, again, talking about the journey 
And, you know, you know, and again, you know, there's so many lessons to be learned here, like either lessons that you were learning about yourself, but even as a reader, like if I were reading this, as you were talking about this, in this case, I'm hearing what you're saying. It's taking me on that journey. Can you expand a little bit further where you left off and, and talking about, again, how this is so important to help yourself that so that you can, in this case, I guess, fill your cup to help others. Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, basically for a couple of decades, I was um, trying to recreate the zone, to recreate, you know, my, my creative process by, you know, overworking myself, basically. I thought you know, the more I work, the more I do things creatively, the more I'm going to get into the zone. And, you know, that caused me a chronic chronic pain condition that I had for over a decade. I was on painkillers. I was working at times from about 2003 to about 2017, I was working at times for over 15 hours a day. I know this sounds incredible, but that's what I was doing because I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do all these creative things and I'm going to go back into the zone. However, it doesn't work like that, right? And then I, I arrived at a complete turning point. I had a total watershed moment that entirely transformed you know, everything uh, for me. And it's, you know, as I, as I mentioned, it's too... Um, uh, too much to go into that particular moment because that in, involves it's a massive spiritual, uh, massive spiritual awakening. Um, because we as as human beings, um, we not only have like we we're sort of taught in this contemporary society that we are you know separate separate people, rational actors, you know um, self interested actors which we have to be. But in, in truth and reality, what our being is and has been for millions of years is we not only have each one of us has within him or herself the, the entirety of our ancestral line, which if you're thinking about those, those lives that were like, I mean, going back hundreds of years, all those details is like mind blowing. But we have that inside of ourselves at every moment of every day, plus, you know, the, the stuff that the universe is, is made out of. And all of this, by the way, is there is scientific evidence for it. Again, there's way too much to get into, into this right now. So uh, I had this watershed moment where I the end result for me was I got back. I fell back into my zone um, and I found my narrator. And I had at that point a, a novel series which consisted of 700 pages that I had been revising and re-editing and redoing through God knows how many classes. And that suddenly fell into place. It, it became a reality that could be narrated as a part of myself. So that's why I created my writing training, because, again, the, the system that fell into place, you know, can be taught to others. It's very straightforward. It's simple. Anyone can learn it. You don't need God knows what degrees or um, what um, prior work to learn it, you know. Um, so that's where I'm at. Yeah. Wow. I love what, you know, your story. I mean, it, it's, I always find when I listen to somebody's story, especially like when there's so many things going on and, and, you know, you know, beyond your control and so many obstacles, it, it's, it's so impressive and how I can relate to that and where, where I had had similar struggles or things that were going on, you know, at a point back in my life and, and now where, how it evolves. Can you share with the audience, like, you know, with, with, with a story, like when you're, when you're out there sharing, let's say you're going to put this into a book and, you know, and, and, and in essence, you're going to be helping yourself to help others. 
what would you recommend? Like, where would you start? Do you, do you, do you have like some structure or do you just start writing and then, then go back and structure it later? <laughs> no, I mean, those, those, no, no, those of us who, again, be, if because of personal circumstances like mine, yeah. if we are in that very deep psychic environment, we are just going to get into the zone and write. But I do not, that's a very small number of people. And I do not recommend for anybody to go out there and try to take substances or study some spiritualism to get themselves into that place. I do not recommend that people do that because um, we are created according to principles of science and we've got to use those intelligently to our advantage. And going out and doing all kinds of crazy creative spiritual stuff to get ourselves into some zone may be in violation of those principles and if it is it has it's going to have disastrous okay mean, extremely disastrous consequences so what what i do in in my um, uh, writing training is, is i start well first of all with a deep dive to find into your psychic where are you right now on your life's in your life's journey right in your business what are your challenges what what is it what that you want to achieve you you need to have a complete clarity on that, right? And you need to have your values and your your vision in order as a human being. So first, the first step is separate yourself from your writing. If you're a musician, separate yourself from your music, right? Like who, who are you and where? Like where are you, right? And who are you? What, what is it that is within you that right now you are in the process of expressing. So that is the the first couple of weeks have to be spent exclusively on that. And there's some, you know, fun like exercises. It's like psychological exercises that you get to do to obtain that clarity. Again, this is not about doing crazy amounts of work. This is not about studying extraordinarily abstract, like medical school stuff, whatever. It's not about anything like that. It's is you know just doing some very fun enjoyable exercises to obtain the clarity about where the, where are you now right um without without the writing forget about the writing so that's a first important step then the next step is we've got to transfer bring that clarity into your project right that's the next step and again there are very simple, very enjoyable exercises that you can do to um, visualize that to yourself. And um, so you will notice up to now we have done no writing at all. <laughs> we you know, just worked on ourselves, obtained our own clarity, our vision, our purpose in life, our values, our why, the why is extremely important. Like, why the heck do you want to write this book? Um, then we're going to have to transfer that to the writing project. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's, it's great fun because, you know, I've done this with a couple of people. Uh, I mean, I've, I've taught writing for a very long time, but like this specific approach I've done with a couple of people and, and they're like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> oh that's what it was okay <laughs> right yeah that's the first step and and then once you get into the 
academic process of writing. Again, that's sort of like a college class, like an advanced college or like, you know, graduate level almost class. You know, that is just the technology that you learn. And there is no hidden interest here. So I don't, I mean, obviously I don't want anybody to stay in my classes for long periods of time and to not finish or not reach their what they set themselves out to do. So it's not about stringing people along. I, I get the writing technology is, you know, straightforward, simple. This is how you structure. Uh, this is your um, your topic. This is your um, title. This is your table of contents. This is your um, he chapter headings. And then this is how you actually write a chapter. Because uh, many people, you know, they think, oh, writing a book, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very expensive. You know, I've, I have to do all these classes and, and research and all kinds of stuff, you know, I don't have the skills to do that. So I have to learn the skills, you know, and then even if once I do it, then nobody's going to take me seriously as an authority because there are all these, you know, New York Times bestsellers who write on similar things and people on national television who talk about similar things. So who, you know, like nobody's going to take me seriously. And th there is a, the, the system I have developed is, and again, I have, I have tried this out with a couple of people and it worked in every instance, you know, the, all of that is going to be fine. You got to just forget about all of that. It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think this is so inform informative that people are listening because they're, I, I, I it would it be safe to say that, you know, we, we, we all have journeys. We, you know, it, you know, they, they might be similar, but for some reason, it's still your story. It's still your, you know, coming from your perspective, your lens, and there's somebody out there or even more than one person that can relate to that. You know, we're never going to be everything for everyone. So would you encourage somebody that feels like, hey, they want to really, really come full circle with themselves and really but with, you know, some with even an indication there, they have a desire to help somebody as a result of it. Do you recommend what you've shared is this would be, a, the, you know, the ideal approach to look at it? It is the ideal approach to look at it because I have, tried tested this including on myself and research it and it, it's really to me uh, it's the most cutting edge current approach to being your own person to make sure that everything you you create in terms of writing in this case comes from within you and not from somebody else like you, you you're never gonna have to again Okay, I wrote this, but now I, I need to contact this person because I need their opinion. I need to have get this editor because they've got to read what I'm doing. You know, I got to make sure that what I did is right. You know, all of that is bullshit. Yeah, it, 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 bullshit. It's going to be bullshit. You know, if if you are out there doing these kinds of things, stop immediately because you're not. I know it sounds very radical, but you're not getting anywhere over the long term. And you may think, okay, I'm, I spent twenty thousand dollars. On, on all, all this process and I am gonna get somewhere because I'm gonna spend another 5,000 advertising every month and stuff like that. Now you can do that with a fraction of an investment, the same thing. And it, in a way by taking my class and in a way that will build you as a person so you can repeat that at any point. So maybe a year or two or three years from now you wanna write another book. You just repeat the process that you learned, the same system. You're never gonna fall back into into, you know, wanting to like take classes, consult experts, spend money, go on trips, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff that you think you have to do in order to write a book. You, you do not have to. You can 
you know, take a class, learn the system, implement it, and with practice, you can write additional books and use all of that time, effort, and money that you would have spent on all this crazy research classes, blah, blah. Use that for a vacation. Use that for your family. Like, make a down payment for your house. Buy a car for yourself, right? So that's the bottom line. You know, you've got to do things economically and efficiently, you know, for your, to, so you can lead a great life, not so that you pay, you know, tens. And these are really, this is how much money people really do spend on, you know, experts and ghost writers and, and, and classes. It's like tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's really, it's, it, it really is not necessary. You know, yeah. that, that whole process can be restructured so that every person involved can benefit themselves and their own life and also others in a much more effective way while still making enough income, right? So, yeah, so yeah, please do contact me. My email is mariaianauthor at gmail.com. And I know Chris has my social media links. So that's again, that's mariaianauthor at gmail.com. And I'm very happy, um, you know, to schedule a call um, and, you know, dive into your, your existence right now. You know, where are you and where should you be going? Where do you want to go? Right. Taking away the labels and, and all of the all the other crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, we highly encourage everybody, you know, to reach out to. Uh, reach out to Dr. Ian, you know, there's especially if you're thinking about, you know, writing a book and, you know, and, and you and allowing this to help you before you help somebody else. This could be a great person uh, that, you know, has been there and she has a lot of experience and she does this uh, uh, with other people. So feel free to reach out to her. We have just a lot about a, less than about about a minute and a half rest, left in the show, Doctor. Any final comments or uh, you know any high end statements you would like to leave the listeners, those listening later, with what you discussed today? Yeah, I think we're really at a point in human history where we have to change how we are working with our subconscious. And I know this sound because we are, you know, we we have run into like again too many wars and wars come from labeling, from restrictive thinking, from survival mind tactics, right? We are at a point where enough is enough, where we have run ourselves into fallacies, into absurdities, where, you know, we are projecting our inherent most fundamental fears onto countries that are half a global way. We've got a huge mess with those countries going. We, we've got to stop that immediately and transform our mode of operation of our subconscious. And the, the irony is we have all the tools to do that. You know, we just need to reach out and, 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 you know, implement, implement the knowledge. So that's why I, you know, that's why I do, you know, ask people if they feel this appeals to them now, you know, please do contact me because, you know, it's urgent. We, <laughs> stuff going on that we created and it's horrific and it doesn't have to be, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. That's that's a, that's the thing. That's a mind-boggling thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for for being here with us today. We greatly appreciate your time taking the time out of your schedule to be with us, and we uh, so look forward to having you here today. And you delivered so much value. Thank you. All right. Well, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure um, to be here. Well, thank you, and thank you, listeners, for be being here each and every week, the Sustainable Success Way. Again, we are committed each and every week to bringing in subject matter experts like Dr. Ian, sharing their words of insights and experience to help move you and your business to the next level. 
Again, you can listen to the show in its entirety here later today at Voice American Influencers Channel, also on Apple and our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.